there's probably a lot of people who know about like Reddit, right? And there's that one subreddit on there where it's like data is beautiful and you get to like look at all these really nice charts and everything. And so what does a day in my life look like? Sometimes it looks like, you know, you're just working on that subreddit where you're just like making really nice graphs and stuff. And then at the end of the day, you're like, wow, it's so pretty. And it's like, you might know what's going on behind the scenes, but now you can finally explain it to other people with a graphic that they'll enjoy. <laughs> so. You don't want people necessarily to see all the behind the scenes. Right, right. Every The summary always has to look nice. <laughs> you never see all the chaos behind the scenes. <laughs> Hi everyone, thank you for tuning in to this month's edition of the Step Outside podcast. My name is Katie Donaldson. I'm the communications specialist for the School of Natural Resources here at the University of Tennessee Institute of Agriculture. This month, joining me is Tara Skiba. She is a graduate student and research assistant. Thank you for joining me. Thank today. you for having me. So, first question What are you currently researching and what is the name of your project? It would be Improving by species timber product estimates in the southeast United States. It's a mouthful. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so what is the main goal for this project? The main goal is that with the Timber Products Output Group, they put out an annual report about what kind of roundwood is being produced in the southeast. So that's like um, your saw logs, veneer logs, posts, poles, things like that. Um, and they want to make sure that their estimates are pretty accurate because they've updated the methodology a few times and they want to see how does it actually compare to the original data. So I can start from kind of the beginning of what timber products output is. So the forest inventory analysis is the big database for the U.S. Forest Service. And then within the FIA, there's the timber products output group, TPO, and they're just looking at the roundwood production of, or just across the United States. This started following World War II, whenever there was a timber supply shortage. So the monitoring began then in order to kind of track what was being produced in the United States. So the best way that they could find their data was through trying to survey mills, because mills have, pro they should have a good idea of you know what they're producing. So they would send out surveys on a periodic basis and these frequencies varied across the regions of the United States. So in the South, it was like every two years, up North it was three to five, in the West it was five to seven. So it wasn't like a very, um, consistent sampling frequency and so you couldn't really get a unified report but they their practice would be they would send out a survey a questionnaire to all the mills in every state and basically ask what are you producing what kind of species do these products come from and then um, where was this wood procured from and so with any kind of survey you know there's like a lot of issues that can happen one of them is like non-response respondents just do not want to fill out a long survey we've all been there before so you would get non-response um that was a big one that whenever they switched over to the mill sample in 2018 they can try and correct for um, that non-response and then another thing was it's you know these surveys aren't kind of just like a a survey about your personal experience, right? It's like, you know, what times did you wake up today? What time do you go to bed? Something like that. It's like very based in like facts. Do you have the numbers to back up or to provide this information? So sometimes the mills don't have this information. They don't have these by species volumes. Um, whenever a shipment of lumber would arrive or of wood, timber would arrive, they might not be able to ID the species or it might be a huge mix. And so they can't really sit there and pick out one or the other. So whenever this happens, 
um, the mills will report all of these volumes as unknown undifferentiated hardwoods and softwoods. Hardwoods and softwoods are um, handled separately, so you have one category for each. And these are not insignificant volumes in the state. Some of them that I've looked up, or this was done in my preliminary analysis, there was one state where their softwood, or unknown undifferentiated softwoods accounted for 74% of their state's saw log volumes. And so when you're trying to produce a report where it's like, this is what we're producing everything, you can't have all of this volume that you can't really account for. So then they brought in um, some FIA data because FIA has, has lots of data. So they said, okay, well, we know the mills are very good about reporting the total volumes that they have. They know we've produced X amount of saw logs, veneer logs, all of that. But the FIA data set that they wanted to use, they thought would be able to provide or to divide up these volumes into the proper species. Um, so basically, they keep the mill volume and then use the FIA's annual harvest data or annual harvest removals data set that you can find online, and they apply the species proportions from that data set to the mill volumes. And so then you get all of your mill volumes divided up nicely among these species, but they don't really know how well this works. So that's where we come in and we try different data sets with, within the FIA and see, well, how does this work compared to the current methodology? And then how does it also compare to what the mill has reported? Because in certain cases, like the timber species where there's a lot of like economic value in it, like yellow poplar and oaks and things like that, where they probably have a good idea of how much they're producing. We want to make sure that the new methodology or even the current methodology at least meets how much volume that the mill is producing, says that they produced for those species. Essentially what you're trying to do is just find a better way to calculate what's getting harvested mm-hmm. in these areas. Right, right. Okay, because right now, it does sound like there's a lot of guesswork involved. Yeah, there's like the data sets that we try, you know, they're not just ones where we're just like throw anything against the wall and see what sticks. Like there has to be some kind of like logical reasoning to choose that data set in order to try it. So like one of them that we've, well, the one that I've looked at is stand class size. Um, And when you pull the data from the FIA, you have all of your volumes by species divided into the stand size class that they came from. So we have like large, medium, small, and we're, we would say, oh, well, we know that, you know, the large timber products, which are saw logs, veneer logs, and poles, they have to come from a large stand size because of the size of the product that it is. They can only come, or in theory, they should only come from a large stand size. So then that's kind of the rationale that we go through when we say, okay, we're going to try this with this. We're not just going to say, oh, well, you know, maybe stocking density will do something. Let's just try that and see how it works. If it doesn't make sense, we can't just justify it and use it regardless. Yeah, Yeah, no, that makes sense. Um, And you said now that you have the results, you have to go through and look at them and all of that before Mm -hmm. publication. So what all is... What all do you have to do? I want to make sure that we recommend the right alternative methodology because there are a lot of different ways where we can summarize the results and some of the final results may counter each other. Um, For example, like if we looked at overall just like how many cases were improved, it points at one methodology because it shows the most like number of improvements. But when we broke it down onto the timber product class, we 
we're able to improve like veneer logs, um, some of the small timber products, and we lost a lot of saw logs. And so it's like saw logs are a pretty important player. So it's like, okay, this might have shown improvement for this one portion of it. Um, overall, it might've improved better, but if we lose all of these saw logs, then that's not something that we should probably recommend just without investigating more. So it's things like that. And um, I have on average, kind of what the improvements look like for every state and every year. And so it would be nice to use um, GIS and put them all on a map and kind of look at them visually and say, oh, well, we can, you know, using a color gradient, say, okay, we can kind of see how much these have improved versus how much we've lost um, versus just looking at a table of numbers. <laughs> it's kind of hard to get the bigger picture. In May, when you graduate, when um, this is published, will people, I guess, be able to go and say, if they're only interested in veneer, mm -hmm. they would be able to look and say, like, oh, well, maybe this is what we should be doing. Yes. Um, I don't know how much you're going to break it up by product class, because it might just be too inefficient for them to accomplish this on, like, a yearly basis um, to produce their reports. So it's always kind of like, you know, the easiest method is the one that we're going to go with. Let's not, like, try and overcomplicate it. Um, that would be interesting if, you know, someone's like, oh, well, we can see for veneer logs this improved better, but you're not using that methodology, right? Or something like that would be interesting. But I think ultimately it's like we will present the results, make our recommendations, but the TPO group will ultimately have the final say, which methodology they will actually implement if they need to whatever they decide I guess will that be for just the southeast or will that be for across the U.S. they will probably if it works in the southeast they'll probably try it you know across the country I don't think they'll just say yeah let's do it and then roll out a new methodology without first looking at it somewhat because I know the current methodology you know it wasn't checked against anything um which is why I have this project now to see if, you know, there's something better that works. Thank you again for joining me on this month's version of the Step Outside podcast. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me.